we watched Small Group the movie. We got to get into it this week on Dropping Sunday. Welcome to Dropping Sunday. I'm one of your hosts, Seth. And I am your other host, Andrea. If this is your first time around here, well, welcome. First of all, yeah. uh, Dropping Sunday is a semi-reverent look at Christian pop culture. Uh, just a couple of notes. We're not here to get you saved. We're also not here to tick you off. Although, if either of those things happen, we definitely want to know. Yes, this is a podcast by Christians for Christians, but you don't need to believe to belong. We want to hear back from you. You can reach out to us on all the socials at Dropping Sunday. Hey, Andrea, how's your heart? Oh, it is 2021. It is. It's official. 2020 is behind us. Yeah. So my heart's better. Yeah. You know, <laughs> cautiously better. <laughs> cautious. Well, thank you for saying cautiously because um, here's the deal. 2021, mm. there's some hope that comes with the fact that at the end of this year, we will not yeah. be in the same place as we were at the end of last year, uh, right. the absolute dumpster fire that was 2020. However, um, we are still in the middle of that dumpster fire. Yes, the pandemic is not over, guys. And, and, and there's something that happened on January 1st. All of a sudden, I start going around, and there's people like uh, not wearing masks all of a sudden. Like, <laughs> it didn't go away. Like, nope. nothing, nothing's gone away. I don't know. I mean, don't be, don't get me wrong. Like I hoped, I, I really hoped that I would wake up on January 1st and like it would be coming out of a, like I would, like I was coming out of a dream, you know, yeah. and that it would all be over. It was just a nightmare. But, but no, that's, that's not, that's not what happened. So just go ahead and, you know. Yeah. I mean. Prepare yourself. Yeah. It, but here, here's what I'll say. There is hope. Right, and so that—that's the exciting thing that yes. this year is uh, is poised to be a much better year than last year. Uh, I, I signed up to to get the the vaccination, nice. so I'll have um, Bill Gates nanobots in my bloodstream here in a little bit. <laughs> uh, I'll be able to, you know, fall down and worship the sign of the beast. I guess I don't know, <laughs> guys. I'm just trying to. Not kill my. Pa- I'm trying to not kill my in laws. Is what I'm trying to do. Okay, everybody, That's just good. calm down. That's good. That is good. Um, I I read a funny tweet this week that I thought I'd share with yeah. you. So you've probably seen it, but maybe. I haven't used that drop in a while. In a while, I know. Now I don't know this person, but I've seen a lot of my friends share this on Facebook, and it says, uh, 10 years from now, you'll put on a jacket and find a mask in the pocket." Oh, man, what a weird year that was. You'll chuckle to yourself. (laughs) Then you'll pick up your machete and continue across the wasteland, keeping to the shadows to avoid the roving gangs of cannibal raiders. So I'm just saying, guys, we might be living in a post-apocalyptic world. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, and here's here's the thing to think about. (laughs) Like, like my kids will be like uh, having to be on their own 10 years from now. That's crazy to think about. Yeah. Um, that is insane. And they'll have to like, uh, I, I think, I feel like I need to start preparing them for, uh, for the apocalypse. Like we need bug out bags and all that stuff, right? Yeah, absolutely. You need to just, you know, watch, watch all those weird movies 
Um, I watched 2012 and The Day After Tomorrow and San Andreas Fault. I watched all of those yeah. uh, leading up to the new year. So, you know, just preparing myself for natural disasters and craziness just, like that. Maybe the Mayans had it wrong. Maybe instead of 2012, <laughs> it was 2021. Maybe somebody's dyslexic. I don't know. Maybe. We don't know. We just don't know, dyslexic. you guys. <laughs> dyslexic. <laughs> Dyslexic, <laughs> easy for you to say. Dyslexic Mayans nope. is a great band name. Uh, I call it. There, there yeah. we go. Yeah. So uh, someone should use that. Go ahead. I just called it. You can't use it. Oh, I just you, called it. You called yeah. it. Sorry. Dyslexic Sorry. Mayans. Absolutely. Um, okay. So since the last time that we've recorded, there's been some news that came out, um, and I want to touch on it. I'm going to mention it. And then I, I honestly feel like it deserves its own show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't feel like it was the right way to start 2021. So we're not right. going to do it this week. Okay. No. Um, no. But the information that's come out recently about Ravi Zacharias is yes. uh, troubling. It's disheartening. Very. It's, um, mm-hmm. it's challenging. And I feel like we need to unpack it because, um, yeah, I just feel like we need to unpack it. So. Yeah. Uh, we might be doing that in the next couple of weeks. I only mention it just so that, uh, you know, fans of the pod don't go, whoa, whoa, whoa. You guys, you guys going to skip over that? That's kind of a big deal. We're right. not skipping over it. We're, we're just going to plan it out a little bit better um, and, and not wing it. Also, yeah, I think you guys, I think you guys know uh, we don't shy away from the hard topics. Nope. We've discussed some. We like to have fun, silly, fun, good times. Is that what you say? Silly, good, S- fun times. Silly goose, fun times. I don't know. <laughs> Silly goose. <laughs> Silly goose, fun times. I like that one. Uh, but we're, we, we also want to, we want to talk about the hard hitting stuff. We do. Yeah. It, it needs to be discussed. So oh, we will. Hold on. Let's clarify. We don't want to talk about it. We no. Would, <laughs> we would much rather get a subscription to Pure Flix and have this just be that every week. <laughs> yes. Yes. But in the meantime, I, there is something unfolding. Something else unfolding on Twitter. Okay. I don't know if you've seen it or not. <laughs> you, did like not you didn't like that interruption. I saw it. The eye rolled. It's, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. You haven't got to use that drop in a while. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a few weeks ago, uh, just a couple weeks before Christmas, Beth Moore shared some thoughts on Twitter. Okay. They hold were pretty. On. Hold on. Are you sure you want to do this right now? <laughs> I do. I. I do, because I don't know. Well, first of all, I don't think it's going to be what you think it's going to be. Okay. <laughs> this, is, this is a surprise twist that no one could see. Okay. Um, so she shared some thoughts on Twitter that were pretty hard-hitting. I personally rather liked them. A lot of people didn't. Uh, let's just say it has to do with Christian nationalism, uh, God and country, Trump 2020, Biden, hair, like it just, that's what it has to do with. However, the twist that came that no one was expecting, Tom Arnold replied Wait. back <laughs> to Beth okay. Moore. Hold on. Hold on. I am, have you not seen this? I am so no. happy. No, I have you not, have seen, not this. seen this. A couple of things. One, I would like to bring up that I did not, I, I did not bring this up. I'm just I'm just going to need to point that out. Uh, two, uh, we're talking about Roseanne's former husband, right? Yes. Tom Arnold. Okay. Tom Arnold. Oh, okay. So she, she did that series of tweets. It was like three or four. And he responded with, 
I don't know if you've heard, but I'm single. What? And then quickly responded again with, and you would not have to convert. You've got a good thing going. Because he's, I think he's Jewish. I think he's he's Jewish, right? Yeah, he did a Star of David with that. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to convert. Yeah, you're you're good. Yeah. Um, Beth Moore's married, yeah? Yeah, she's married. Yeah. She is. Um, For 42 years. She just celebrated her 42nd anniversary, I saw on Twitter this week. (laughs) Congratulations. Congratulations to Beth Moore. (laughs) I mean, uh, if you're listening, Beth, we love you here. Um, That is, that's phenomenal. Would it surprise you um, to know that... As a doughy white man who sometimes wears glasses that uh, I have been, uh, people, people have said that I look like Tom Arnold. <laughs> it's like Drew Carey, Tom Arnold, um, sometime. Oh, oh, no. Have I, have I just, have I just outed myself as, in a you way have. that I don't want to? I knew about, I knew about Drew Carey. I did not know about Tom Arnold, but yeah. I, I mean, I mean, I mean, okay. yeah, no, he's, uh. He's great. I don't think I do enough cocaine to act like him, though. So that's good. No, no. Well, let no. me just tell you. By that, that I mean I do zero. I do zero cocaine. Right. right. <laughs> do zero. Zero, zero cocaine. Zero cocaines is what I do. <laughs> Am I saying that right? Cocaines? Co- yes. Yes. Oh, cocaines. Sorry. Cocaines. Coca- that, yes. That's how they say it on uh, nar- Narcos. Nar- I, I do narco. zero cocaines. Okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh, you guys. This is spiraling fast. Um. Anyway. So that was a few weeks ago. Uh, it's still happening. Like, he's still Whoa. tweeting at her. Oh, you think he slid into those DMs yet? <laughs> I, I don't know. But it is, it brings me joy That's awesome. to see this. Like, she shared a tweet from last year where she said um, that she was going to try to be less annoying in 2020. That was one of her resolutions. And she retweeted that and said, y'all, I wasn't. And... <laughs> His response was, but she's been in some trouble this year with the uh, SBC. So um, his response says, humility is also one of my 10 best qualities to my soulmate with a lot of heart emojis. Goodness gracious. I love, I love this love connection. (laughs) This is fantastic. And she replied with, you know, I really never saw myself saying these five words, but happy new year, Tom Arnold. Y'all, it's so great. So I will be keeping an eye on this for sure, because this, I think, is going to turn out to be quite a lot of fun for us in 2021. Can can I just say that if we were to ever get Beth to come onto the show as a friend of the show, Mm -hmm. I think I would only talk to her about her relationship with Tom Arnold. Is that, (laughs) could we, like, could we, do you think that would be okay? No. (laughs) I'm saying that would not be okay. We have other things to discuss with Beth Moore, but that will definitely be a topic that will okay. be on the agenda. Okay. Okay. That's, that's fair enough. Um, <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. I love it. Isn't that so funny? Um, well, speaking of things that are hilarious and that I, that are surprising, um, can we talk about small group, the movie? Listen, I'm not saying I didn't cry, but I'm not, not saying I didn't cry. Okay, you 100% right. cried. You 100% I did. I cried. I 100% teared up when I was watching this movie. Um, okay, we, we got it. We got to do our normal summary. Yeah. 
documentary filmmaker R. Scott Cooper is on a mission to expose the dark side of Christian culture, and he infiltrates a small group. Wait, that's, that's all I have. That's all I have. <laughs> all right. Well, hold on. Uh, let me see if I can find a better one at the small group website. No, I think that that's probably just just fine. I think it's okay. The music here is "It's All Right" by John Batiste. It is uh, from the Soul soundtrack because that's a movie that came out recently, and so uh, you know, we're just throwing throwing a little Disney in because why not? Um, because let me tell you, this movie was not made by Disney. Um, no, it was not. <laughs> no. Um, I. I, I I would like to express to you how low the bar was set for me with my expectations, but yes. I don't think that I can. Like, I don't think that I can explain because you sent me this video. Like you sent me the, the, the trailer for this. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that you had sent it to me. I had seen it somewhere else and sent it to you like within minutes of each other. Seriously, y'all within like two minutes, which we means that like to each other. A Facebook algorithm is working for, for dropping Sunday <laughs> somewhere. So true. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, your friend Andrea like this. Uh, maybe you should see it too. So anyway, I, mm-hmm. the trailer looks so stupid. It, it's, it's really, really dumb. Ridiculous. Although There's it did a, make me laugh. The trailer made me laugh. Well. A couple of times. But here's the thing. Like. If the trailer makes you laugh, you also assume that's going to be all the laughs of the entire movie, right? Right. So, so there's an evil bad guy that wants to take a failed documentarian and have him infiltrate a church and do like a muckraking piece mm-hmm. on, uh, on the evils of, of the hypocrisy of the modern church. I mean, that, that's what we're looking at, right? Yeah. Um, this is in Georgia. Basically in athens mm-hmm. georgia uh, although it took them a while to actually say that it was they kept saying the south the south <laughs> it's in the south but then like it's like well it says athens on the sign maybe we should uh, admit that we're like in georgia um and so coming in from from where that liberal coastal elite of, of california los La- angeles that the left coast and um and here they and here he comes in and he has a has a uh, a young wife he's got a young little girl and he's just he he's got a job and he's gonna try to do it totally and he I think it's funny because he didn't realize he thought he was just gonna be doing like a traditional documentary he didn't know that this producer that's funding the project wants it to be um. Uh, like a like a salacious like mud yeah. piece. I mean, yeah. it's just 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 bad. Just bad. He was he had he had an he agenda. He had his own agenda. Yeah. Ooh, and look it was at us with the same look, words. Look at that. Ah. And <laughs> anyway, so it was the amount of stereotypes that are portrayed in the first six and a half minutes. It's all of them. All of them. All, all of the stereotypes. All of the stereotypes. All of the southern stereotypes. All of the documentary filmmaker stereotypes, yep. all of the Christian, like all of them. And I'm going, ooh, this is off to a rough start already. Yeah. Um, I thought it was off to a rough start even before that with the cold open with uh, your boy walking through a door 
and someone standing up and like coming, like obviously looking like he's got a black eye and stuff already and coming at you to fight you. And I'm like, this is not a small group that I have been a part of. I have not been, I have never been a part of, I've never had to break up a fight in a small group. I don't know what's happening right now. We've, You've we've been talked going about, to the wrong small group, apparently. We've kidding. talked about small groups in our history of small groups, right? Have yeah, we done this? Uh, yeah. Actually, I don't know that we have. Okay. So let's let's do that. Let's <laughs> let's do that real quick. Okay. So um <laughs> what's your history with small groups? <laughs> well, I've been in them over okay, my great. time as a Christian. And and next. Okay. And I've led some over my time as a Christian. Yeah. And yeah, everything you can imagine that would happen in a small group, all the stereotypes that they talk about are true. Oh, 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 let's talk about those stereotypes. Um, hold on just a second, because oh, I actually, man. I, I have this as a clip. Hold on. So this is jumping oh, so, way, this is jumping is, way in, but we're going to, we're going to jump in. This may be my favorite scene of the movie. I'm not going to lie. Okay, just so you know, small groups can be a little awkward while people are, you know, getting to know each other. Can I help you? With uh, Coopers for the small group. Oh, right, right, right. Come on in. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to pause. I'm going to pause. We're going to talk about all these things. Can we do that? That wasn't the plan, but now it's going to. Now it is. (laughs) Have you ever shown up to a small group and had someone look at you like, why are you here? (laughs) I actually haven't, but have you? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh before um actually the small group that changed my life. Well, we'll we're going to start there, okay? There was a specific small group that absolutely changed mine and Julie's life, okay? Um this the first time we were invited by someone mm-hmm. and they d- gave us the address, they gave us all the things, did not tell anyone we were coming, and it was their Christmas party. So, um <sighs> So we show up and like the owner of the house opens the door. It's like, can we help you? Exactly <laughs> like this. Um, Stephen told us to be here and we have um, <laughs> ornaments to exchange. And um, here's, here's a pie. I mean, can it we, was. Can we come in, please? Is this okay? Are we? Yeah. So, uh, so that's, that's awkward. Awesome. All right. Let's, let's keep going. Thanks. Oh, man. How's your week? It's good. Yours? Good. Work? Mm, it's good. It's good. good. What about you? How's your week? Good. <laughs> good. And you're probably going to want to warn Mary about the super moms. Oh, the super She's moms. been getting up every hour and a half. I don't think mm. I've slept since April. Oh, that's so tough. Yeah, it's horrible. You know, when our baby was just two days old, we prayed over her, and she has slept through the night ever since. I mean, what a miracle. Uh, Hashtag blessed, you know. You're... Um, okay, so I just want... I'm, I'm, okay, we got to talk about both of these things. Because this awkward conversation between the guys, when you first meet somebody, like, you don't know what they're into. Are they into the same... Like, right. what, where is our connection? What can we talk about, right? And especially when you don't have a seven in the group, um, you're, you're just stuck like in work good. Uh, it's, I mean, I can't tell you how many times to, to this day, people still don't know what I do for a living because in small group, they'll never be like, 
So what do you do for work? I mean, it's an easy question. How'd you get into that? Okay, how long you been doing? That's good. I mean, just have... No, there, there's none of that. Um, so I, by default, have to put on a seven hat in small groups uh-huh. when, when I'm not a seven. Um, so it's really a three in disguise because I have a goal in mind. Okay, we're listen. There's We've talked about the Enneagram, to, guys. We've talked about it. Um, I showed this clip to Julie. And when uh, that little um, lady... Said we prayed over our son at two, our daughter in two days, and she slept sleeping her. Julie's eyes got like like I've never seen them be that small unless she was looking at me. You know what I'm saying? Like she was, oh dude, she was like laser. She's like I know that person. Uh, she may have named that person, and we just uh, kept on going. So that's yeah. so funny. We have a daughter. Okay. And just, just the one so far. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We're happy with one. Okay. Are you okay? Every, I mean, <laughs> that, by the way, asking, are you okay? Can you not have more babies? That's been asked. Uh huh. <sighs> yep. Oh, man. And you're almost always guaranteed to have somebody who wants to share. All right. I'm going to pause right now. Uh huh. I'm this person. I know. Okay. <laughs> you were going to call me out for it, weren't you? Uh, probably. If you didn't call yourself out, I'm, I may have helped that along. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, I, everybody who uh, just understand, if you've never been in a small group, there's always the one person who feels the need to share. It's usually someone trying to act like a seven who's not, and this is this is where we're at. Here we go. They're just trying to feel the silence, you guys. Yeah. I can just feel the energy of the Holy Spirit just working its way through us. I know we don't all know each other you know, that well, but I can just tell we're all going to be best friends, Sam. <laughs> Scott. Scott. And if you're lucky, you'll... Um, we're, we're all going to be best friends. I've absolutely called people by the wrong name during my home group. Okay, we'll keep going. I have one of those superhero Christians in your group. So we just put our house on the market. Uh, we feel like we've already led everyone to Christ in our neighborhood. So uh, <laughs> we want to go to the inner city so uh, we can reach more people there. And then there are the prayer requests. Come on, prayer requests. Unspoken. <laughs> We have two, three, three unspokens. <laughs> we, we three. Okay. We have an unspoken praise. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever heard unspoken praise, except I, I know no that I have. <laughs> except I know that I have. In high school, I know somebody oh gave an unspoken praise because he got to hook up with the girl he liked. I'm certain of it. <laughs> Oh my god. So my grandmother on my mom's side has a neighbor whose cat has a tumor. Um, so if you would just uh, pray for Shirley, the cat. <laughs> I, I I have to tell you it it is one of my pet peeves when in a group setting someone uh-huh. needs a hundred people 
to pray for someone that you don't know that you don't know. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like my grandmother on my mother's side's neighbor's cat has a tuma, as he says. (laughs) Tuma. And I'm like, Um, that happens all the time. You just said a hundred people. I feel like you are talking about a very specific group right now. I it's not so much a small group. I should back up. I should, I meant I meant twelve. I meant twelve. <laughs> I heard it. I'm calling out. I'm calling it out. Push and play. I've got this rash. <laughs> oh my right. gosh, you guys. All right, so there's there's small group. Okay, oh, so this let me tell let me tell my story about small group real quick. Um, I may have told this story before, I don't know, but we we were going to this small group, the one that we showed up to the Christmas party and didn't know anybody and nobody knew why we were there, and um and but but we were at this church and we were starting to get connected with quite a few you know quite a few of these people and you know just trying to do life together, really just trying to you know. Um, <laughs> Do you know, pray again. together and and uh-huh. and you know worship together. Pray pray for your unspokens together. And grow, we would grow together. You know what I'm saying? And um, worship, connect, and serve together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, anyway, so we're in this small group, and we're we are starting to kind of feel comfortable with everybody. We stop saying the unspoken, and we actually say, "Hey, we've been trying to have a baby for like three years," mm-hmm. and. We've both gone to the doctor, right? Because we were, they were going to quit. Well, everything okay? Like, why don't you guys have kids yet? You know, and when you don't have a kid and you can't have a kid, you don't mm-hmm. want to talk about not having a kid and all the reasons, right? Like, especially right. with a bunch of strangers. So because you don't want, you know, to give all that information out, you kind of have to open up to people eventually. And so we we're like, it's been three years and, uh, and, you know, we've gone to the doctor. Everything's fine. It's just not God's timing, but we really want a baby. And- we would like for um, we would like for you guys to pray for us to have a baby, and the guy who was leading the group, his name is Derek Moffat, looks around the group and he goes, um, "I really feel strongly that we need to pray for Seth and Julie um, until they have a baby." And I was like, "Oh, that's awesome!" And he looked around the room and said, "We'll take Mondays." Wow. And that question broke us uh-huh. because it wasn't the Christianese of like, we're going to pray for you, brother. Mm-hmm. Um, it was legit. Who on Monday, every Monday is going to pray for Seth and Julie until that baby is here. And, um, and so they went around the room and everybody picked days and like, um, like I could rely every Thursday afternoon, I was going to get a phone call from David and David was going to call me and be like, Every day, mm-hmm. he knew that I was working. He always leave a voicemail. He goes, uh, "Hey, Seth, it's David. Just got done praying for you guys. I uh, hope you have a baby this month. But if not, have fun trying." Every <laughs> single week, and it was so. It really was encouraging. So mm-hmm. um, when we finally did get pregnant, it was a huge deal, huge party. When Jill was yeah. finally born, huge <clears throat> deal, huge party, and Jill is still considered their kid, mm-hmm. you know, and so. Um, so that that was the one that um, where I learned how to be a uh, a small group leader by being a part of that group, yeah, and then eventually taking on that group right as mm-hmm. as a leader, and then from there we um, is where we really started to kind of like um, where we really kind of started to dive in. Now 
we were part of small groups before we were part of small group at Heartland, but at Heartland, um, when that was Steve Hill's church, the church that we went to, um, we were the youngest people in our connect group in our small Mm -hmm. group. We were, um, so much so that everybody else in the small group was our parents' age. Yes. And we were the leaders. So it's really kind of challenging to like lead a bunch of uh, boomers when you are a millennial. It's just not, um, mm-hmm. it, it, was, it was challenging, but it was also a good experience for us. And uh, there was a meeting there that, that was beneficial, but, but the one that kind of like changed our mindset on what, what a small group could actually be all changed mm-hmm. with the question who'll take Mondays. And yeah, so that's very cool. We've, uh, very cool. we've led small groups quite a bit since then. <clears throat> it's been hard to do a small group during uh, COVID though, because, uh, yeah. Zoom, Zoom small groups are just awkward. They're, 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 they're a little bit challenging. So they are. Yeah. So, um, okay. Let's, let's get back to the movie. Um, okay. I think that the best way for us to like kind of get an idea for what the plot of the, the overall movie is, is to let the antagonist of the movie actually tell us. Look, kid. <laughs> huh? Now I hired you because you're a pit bull and because evangelicals are on the ropes. Now we are going to deal them a blow and collect the prize money. Now there's nothing wrong with cashing in on public opinion now, is there? No. All right. I'm in the business. So, so there, there you go. Um, there you have it. That I mean, it, it's pretty, it's pretty direct. The writing in this movie, I, I want to say, like, it's not the worst writing that we've seen in a movie. No, I was, I was actually, I was pleasantly surprised. I was also pleasantly surprised by the acting in this movie. A hundred percent. I was, let me tell you when I, when I realized it was going to be a good, like <laughs> when I realized that these people are at least somewhat decent actors. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's very early on. Uh, Scott Cooper, Coop, mm-hmm. also known as Roman because Roman Scott Cooper, we, he's got lots of names. Um, yes. Probably too many names, but we, we kind of understand that character is, uh, is drunk. He's, He's drunk. He's it's early on in the movie. He's sitting there with his wife. He's been drinking too much. And she mm-hmm. goes, you're drunk. Go to bed. And he looks at her. And he doesn't play drunk. He, he, he clearly is. He's got the he's got uh-huh. he's got the look of a drunk person. What people don't understand. I'm in sales. I've been around some people who've been drinking. That's all I'm saying. Um, uh-huh. When you're actually inebriated, when you've been overserved. You don't, it's not, oh, like, it's not the, the, it's not, it's not that caricature. It's, I'm holding it together. Nobody knows Mm -hmm. that I'm drunk. I'm holding it together. Nobody knows that I'm drunk. That's what goes through people's heads. And they're like, no, you're, what's your problem? It's not. (laughs) I'm not drunk. You're drunk. Hey, what's your problem? And you don't know it until the, the S is a little too long. I'm helping people out right now. What's your problem when the S is just a little too long? That's how you know they've been a little overserved. <laughs> that's how you know. That's how you know. Okay, sorry. There you go. I'm in there you have it. Okay, so, but that's how I knew. That's how I knew that, like, yeah. okay, the acting in here might, might actually be pretty good. Well, let's, so let's talk about some of these actors. Because uh-huh. none of them come from any kind of uh, well-known Yep. background yeah, I didn't know as a far as I can tell. Them. Yep. 
the the only one that I'm look I'm looking at it right now. <clears throat> and the only one that I'm seeing is uh the guy that actually plays the the evil guy, Ballard Nelson, the producer, who is wanting Coop to go in and do this. Uh he his his name is Robert Reichel. Okay. I think I'm saying that right. And he was actually a character on the TV series This Is Us okay. in 2019. Okay. I'm assuming he he was in one episode, yeah. so it was obviously not a recurring character. Um <laughs> and that's it. He's labeled like, as looking... bus driver. <laughs> well, his, his name is Jerry. Jerry. And that's it. No last name. Dang it, Jerry. Just Jerry. Yeah. Um, and some of his other characters, uh, in Speechless, he was gym teacher. Yeah. Um, in the Fosters, he was harbor master. Yeah, yeah, he's that guy. And I just want to I just want to say, like, um, they definitely did like a bit of a Weinstein thing with like him just being creepy. Never really paid off, but like it was definitely like, oh yeah, you know that he does inappropriate things uh, on the quote unquote yes. casting couch. Um, so yeah. so there was that. Also, um, when the producer takes Coop and uh, and his wife Mary out for for and, and their baby out to to mm-hmm. lunch. So many mouth noises. So many. I I did not appreciate that scene. It was bad uh, at all. Is bad actually at all. Yeah, uh, but I uh, I wanted that scene to be over real fast. Yeah. Well, uh, and then it wouldn't be like they played no, into it. it just and kept going. So there's there's this thing <laughs> that uh, I learned probably in middle school is that if you do something and it's funny once. And you do it again, it becomes less mm-hmm. funny. If you do it a third time, it's not at all funny. But if you continue to do it, usually around six or seven, it becomes funny again. That's what the mouth noises were. I was out. I was like, oh, gross. Uh, uh, bad. Uh. Oh, gross. <laughs> and then he, every day, then he, I'm like, oh, here it comes. Here it comes. You're going to take another bite. Yes. And I never got back to the funny part. I was like, that, "This is you gross." Sh- okay, we're gonna we're gonna play From it now, and I want you to listen. No, closely. <laughs> no, no. Uh-uh. Um. So also, one of my favorite characters. Now he wasn't my favorite character at first because he was a he was a lot to take right at the very beginning, but he was funny, and it was the character of Shane Baxter. Okay. Shane is the shining light. Shane is the main character of this movie. <laughs> I, I just, I need to point this out. I kind of thought you would feel that way. Yeah, is 100%. He, he is a seven incarnate. <laughs> I called a friend of mine who is a seven after watching this movie. And I said, uh-huh. I know it's $7 and nobody should have to rent this on Amazon except for me. But <laughs> dude, I'm watching you no. on the screen right now. I swear, I swear I'm watching you on the screen. Um, I, sw- oh, I swear that, 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 yeah, dude, this Shane is a, a gym. He is the, the, the main, main star of this movie. Um, he may not be the most important one. It may be the neighbor across the street, um, who comes up with like literal, like chaw in his, in his lip. And he's talking about, Hi, we're going to go shooting some uh, Obama bin Laden posters. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, it's a song. Oh, you crazy. And then he keeps, calling him, he keeps calling him Cooter. <laughs> Billy was so fantastic. 
<laughs> he was the hero of this movie. Twice. Yeah. He, Twice yeah. he was the hero. Yeah. And it was so fantastic. He was, he, and he was awesome. Um, he was every Southern white male stereotype you can think of. Every single one of them. Yeah. Every single one of them. And he played it uh, flawlessly, first of all. And I laughed when he called him Cooter? 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 I just about died. It was so hilarious. Well, here, here's the thing. like this, this movie does a phenomenal job with calling out stereotypes for what they are. Okay. Mm-hmm. I loved how when they are explaining um, Coop's uh, spiritual history, they talked about how, okay, I had to go stay with my grandma. Hold that lighter over your hand. How'd that feel? That hurt? Well, that's going to be every square inch of your body when you're burning in hell. Oh, my goodness. And then the aunt or whatever that just sits there. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Oh, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus. And it's just like, oh, that's crazy. But did you notice that they called out? Chick-fil-A? They they 100% called them out. Did you see this? They do. I missed it. In the whole uh, Christians that are being nice, but for not all the right reasons. And he's in there and he's, uh, he's squeezing lemons and he's in a red shirt and khakis. Do you not re- He was straight- I don't remember this scene. Oh yeah. It's like a flashback to when he was a freshman in college and he's like got a crush on a girl and she just tried oh, to- Oh yeah, 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 j- yeah. Just trying to I- invite him to young life. And they straight up Chick-fil-A! call- I mean, it was- They don't say the name. That is- but it's like all that is little hilarious. things. Like you can't be a believer and growing up and not work at a Chick-fil-A apparently. Uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> um, so funny. So there's lots of characters. They do a great job with the stereotype. But let's talk about Shane for a second. Because when we meet Shane. Because the, the rest of this. Listen. Stuff happens. A lot happens in this movie. This a is, lot happens. This is a long movie. We can't, we can't talk about all of it. <laughs> Oh, we're going to try though. Uh, when we meet Shane, he plays a game of, he plays a little game that, uh, that's called awkward chicken. Um, I have played this game before. I didn't realize that there was a name for it. Um, I didn't realize that I'm a master of it, but I love playing awkward chicken. It's when you just keep on yes. Anding somebody, uh, mm-hmm. until, until they feel uncomfortable and say, okay, I'm done with, with this interaction. Andrea, have you ever, have you ever seen me play this game? <laughs> Listen, watching Shane Baxter on the screen kind of felt like watching Seth Johnson on the screen. Okay, well, here's the thing. I'm not going to lie. I know you're not a seven. I get it. I know. But there was a lot of similarity. There's a lot. There, there, you know, doughy white guys. Did I get you it. see it? Yeah. Did you see no, it? No, I, I, I saw what I aspired to be is what I saw. <laughs> um, he, and because Julie, I made Julie watch a couple of clips. She she mm-hmm. came in at the end. She was like, oh, this is ridiculous. Like, no, this is fantastic. You don't understand how enjoyable this has been. This has been such a fun watch. Um, and I'm like, let me show you. Let me introduce you to this guy. And I was like, you, you, I was like, you've met my buddy, Todd. This is him. This is him. And she goes, yeah, okay, that's him. Um, and she goes, and I'm like, this is what every small group leader aspires to be is this guy. And then when he looks at this person, he goes, we've got three beautiful kids, or we got two beautiful kids. His wife goes, we have three kids. He goes, yeah, but that third one, not really. Uh, like, really? She's beautiful, like in God's eyes. I mean, how quick it was. 
Julie's like, yeah, you're not that quick. And I'm like, thanks, babe. Oh, I appreciate man. it. Um, well, just so you know, the guy who play, plays Shane Baxter is Matt Chastain. He is the writer and director of this movie. And he gave himself all of the best lines. Yes. He gave himself all of the best lines. Him and Billy, they all had the best lines. This is, um, th- this is somebody <clears throat> who learned from Lin-Manuel Miranda. Follow me. <laughs> follow me. Follow me. Okay, I'm not sure where you're going. When he wrote Hamilton, he said, you know, Puerto Rican guy never gets never gets to be the lead in something like this, so I'm going to be the lead. I'm going to be Hamilton. And then every night he had to hear Leslie Odom sing Dear Theodosia, and he would stand on the side and be like, I should have been Burr. I should have been Burr. <laughs> Dude, Matt Chastain knew, I, I need to be Shane. This is who, mm-hmm. this is who that is. He did. He knew. When he wrote it, he said this, he wrote that character for himself. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. So um, he gets to be part of this, uh, of this small group. Oh, by the way, I need to point this out. Uh, Shane is not the leader of the small group. <laughs> well, I actually think that he and his wife are the hosts. Yes, they are the host and not the leader. By the way, that's something that you can do, apparently. Yeah, you haven't ever seen that before. Oh, I've done I've done it all the time. I'll be like, hey, uh, our house isn't compatible for a small group. If y'all be the host, we'll be the leaders. Yeah. 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 So but people don't know that they can I, do my, that. Yeah. Yeah. My parents do that used to do that all the time. They would you know, they didn't have everybody at their house, but they would go to someone else's house and dad would teach and someone else would have to host it. That's the way to go, man. Yeah. It's because you don't have to clean up. <laughs> It's kind of exactly. great. It's kind of fan- it's kind of <laughs> fantastic. So they get to be a part of this small group, and then all of a sudden, next thing we know, it's a guy's camping trip. Oh my gosh, Andrea, <laughs> you. I just need to point out, you've never been on a guy's camping trip. I have not. I have not ever been on a guy's camping trip. No. He nails it. I mean, <laughs> I was gonna say, is that exactly how it is? Oh my goodness! It's always that one guy trying to make everything super spiritual. It's usually, <laughs> and then everybody else just trying to do fart jokes. It's like, oh man, it's <clears throat> phenomenal. Like it was so good. It really, really was. Uh, oh gosh, y'all! There, that that guy's camping trip scene. We can't, we can't give it all away. Like you have to go watch it. Yeah, it's you pretty have great. to watch it. It's, it's pretty so great. funny. Meanwhile, there's uh, girls drinking, I guess water. There's, there's a lot of like alcohol things in here. Very. Listen, this movie is rated PG 13. I had to keep putting in my code to like get it onto Amazon. Sorry. Um, when you have kids, you have to lock down your TV so that you, oh. they can't watch things over a certain thing. Yeah. Sorry. I had to keep putting gotcha. in my code. I was like, why do I have to keep putting in my code? This is a Jesus movie. Um, okay. PG-13. Uh, so so the ladies are, are having a time, and then all of a sudden, somebody asks, Mary, are you even a Christian? I mean, just get, she gets called out. Pretty Well, she does it one-on-one. Yeah, one-on-one. Yeah, not in front of everybody. Not in front Absolutely. of everybody. Kind of in a good way. Like a like like well-done way. And I... I loved it. Yeah. I loved that. That scene was, it, it felt so raw and it felt very real. Like, cause she, the, the girl that was talking to her, it is just so non-judgment. She's like, listen, I'm just asking. Like, it's a, it's not going to change anything. It's not going to change you being a part of this. It's not going to, 
I'm just asking. And it, it was very well done. Very well done. And then uh, it seems like you blink and then they go from camping trip to mission trip. Um, mm-hmm. And so here this guy gets to go on a mission trip. Before we kind of talk about the actual work of the mission trip, um, I want to kind of introduce you to Shane. Is that okay? Can I do that real quick? Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Yes. This is great, man. Yeah. Oh, we should immortalize this moment. Whoa, Hollywood. That's a nice rig, man. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cheers. All right. Oh, Shane, I see you're really roughing it on this private jet on our way to the mission trip. Well, look, now, in all fairness, just for the record, this is uh, Rob's old team's owner's son's plane. They lend it to us. He's too big to fly commercial. No, listen, candidly, uh, we're about to spend a week in the filthy slums of Guatemala City pretending to give a crap about all these little street kids. I feel like we owe it to ourselves to treat ourselves like royalty before we, you know, stoop beneath our station. But that was awful. I should never, right? That was, that was terrible. Okay. Was, sorry, Lord. Okay, here's the deal, though. I I've, I've, might have had conversations similar to that, where like you, you, you think that you're around friends, you're joking, you say something terrible because you know that you're around a friend. And, right. and then, like, you don't realize that they're making a, a film. By the way, he's drinking, like, champagne this entire time. And then it's like, nah, it's just apple juice. Um, it's just weird. Um, but on the mission trip, we had a couple couple different personalities. We have this person, you know, we have the, the main character, uh, Shane. And then we have the other main character, Coop. <laughs> um, but then we also have um, one of my least favorite characters uh, because he reminds me of so many people. And that's Chaz. Um, do you know any Chazes in life? I don't know anyone uh, named Chaz, but I know lots of characters. Yes, that are Chaz. Yeah. So describe Chaz yeah. on this uh, on this mission trip, and just kind of in general in this movie. He Ch- so Chaz is very short amount of screen time. He basically is just on this trip, and he is not the brightest bulb. He's not the sharpest pencil in the pack. He's uh, one brick short of a load. He's one fry short of a Happy Meal. Like, he's just a little bit dumb. Yeah. And why is he on this mission trip? I don't know. Why is he on this mission trip? For the selfie. He's, he's, (laughs) yeah, this is, um, yeah, yeah, this is, uh, Ministry tourism is what it is. It's mm-hmm. yeah, it's uh, it, it, it's a it, which, by the way, needs to be called out in the church. This movie calls out ministry tourism. I'm just saying it's it does it does so much stuff. They but there actually is good work that's being done down in Guatemala, and uh, Coop kind of uh, as as will happen on a mission trip, kind of bonds with one particular kid, and mm-hmm. uh, and he decides, hey, I'm gonna follow this kid home, and everybody's like, no, nah, don't do that. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna do that. And I was like, no, nah, you're not going to do that. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to do that. And then they say again, no, you're not. And he says again, yes, I am. It was a long exchange is what I'm trying to point out. And then it turns out that uh, Coop and, uh, and again, the main character, Shane, uh, follow this kid home. Uh, they might have broken up some illegal activity uh, that was uh, mm-hmm. caused by, uh, by maybe some gang culture. And um, this guy punches Shane in the face. One punch... And by the way, it looked like he like broken his orbital socket is is swollen up like half the size of his face. Looked like Buster it was Douglas. A hard punch. I mean, <laughs> look, it is bad. It is bad. 
and that leads to blowback on the missionary. Yeah. Who, um, uh, a, a gang comes to where the missionary is and puts him on, on his knees and pulls out a comically large gun, comically large gun, comically. It's guys. It's like if Wiley Coyote decided uh, he was going to pull out a pistol. It's bad. It was bad. Yeah, it was definitely from Acme. Yeah, and uh, and uh, the the missionary's life gets saved and everything. But that during all this time, um, Coop then oh, we kind of missed a whole plot point that like his wife gets pregnant during all this. Yeah, total surprise. Yeah, total surprise. He's pregnant. Um, he does suggest an abortion at one point in the movie. And she was like, uh, not cool, bro. Like, are you really not cool? And he's like, I'll take it back. Sorry. Um, it's hard to take that back. Yeah, but okay. And so, um, so, so mm-hmm. Mary goes into preterm labor while he's mm-hmm. in Guatemala. She's about six months along, I think. Uh, I think she was like. You can take all that out if you want. <laughs> take most of this out. Most of the show is ending up on the cutting room floor. Um, and so oh, he has man. to rush home from, from Guatemala. Um, meanwhile, the, the neighbor, Billy, we turns out he's a, he's an idiot savant. He's like, knows, he like knows stuff about medical he was stuff. An army medic. There you go. Do you hear him say that? He was an army medic. That makes, that makes sense. Um, Total sense. And, uh, not at all. Not, 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 not a bit. And, uh, and so he gets there just in time. Uh, the doctor says that, you know, your daughter was, uh, was, was waiting on you to be born. Uh, so, uh, to, to get here to survive and they got to hold her and, uh, and then, uh, and they lost the baby mm-hmm. and, um, I got emotional then. Yeah. <clears throat> then they do this weird shot where the mom sits up in bed and days pass and she doesn't move and life happens around her. And that's what broke me. That got me. I didn't cry, but dang it, I got close. I mean, that it's a time-lapse shot and she just sits there perfectly still. Her husband comes in and gets in bed with her. Her, Their daughter comes in and gets in bed. They leave, they come. it lasted longer than I expected. It, it lasted it was uncomfortably long. Uncomfortably long. And by the way, it wasn't a mistake for the director to do that. No, it was. It mm-hmm. was great. Um. No, it the, the movie surprised me at that point. Yeah. Um, very much. Very much surprised me. Cut to the next scene. You have Coop and his uh, and then the producer that's trying to get this muckraking film. Uh, trying to be like, uh, use the death of your kid as anger against God. I mean, what I wrote on here is that uh, producer is <laughs> that's what I wrote. Well, I'm trying to figure out they they didn't give any backstory on the producer. Yeah. But obviously something had happened because yeah. he said he said a line and I should have written it down so I could remember exactly how he said it. But basically he was talking about. Christians being hypocrites. And he says something speci- like, obviously it was something specific that should, would have happened to him that, yeah. you know, and I kind of wish they'd given a little more backstory, but I understand why they didn't. Cause first of all, this is a two hour movie without it. It's a long movie. It's a long movie, yeah. but it was interesting to me <clears throat> because we know that there are people that are out there 
that absolutely want to do this. Yeah. Yeah. They want to portray Christianity, Christians, the church as something something other than what it is. Yeah. So, anyway, it was it was interesting. It was very uh intense the way he felt about Christians and I I just wondered what the backstory was. I mean, and I think doesn't even ask like who hurt you. Like I mean, I think there was a question yeah. at some point in the movie it was like who so. hurt you. Um well, Mary hears about the gospel of grace. And yeah. um it was presented essentially as the gospel of grace, like as full-on ragamuffin gospel gospel of grace mm-hmm. type of situation. Yeah. And um and as she's hearing about the gospel of grace, the video comes out. And now everybody knows that like the producers made a, um, a preview for this movie and it comes out and uh, everybody is um, really, really upset with Coop, mm-hmm. with Mary. Uh, they feel betrayed. And, uh, and Coop just says, you know what? I need to go and face them and I need to explain what's going on, explain that that's not what I meant to do and kind of tell all these people what they actually mean to me. So he goes yeah. and then it cuts back to uh the 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 first shot of the the movie where yeah. Shane, who we found Shane is the guy who's got the busted eye, uh is coming at him and he goes um he's like angry. You get out of here, but I, and then Kenneth is like uh, the leader of the group who's like kind of this dweeb. He goes, "I think we should circle up and hear him. He's still part of the group." And by the way, as a home group leader, I would not know, like, no, you're not welcome here. That's how that would have ended up being. Um, but they do, they circle up and, and, and they kind of get to this, this point and, and then they kind of cut to a little bit later and Mary's praying and, uh, she says from God through others to me, God's grace. Again, the gospel, the ragamuffin gospel, gospel of grace Yep. looks at her husband and says, I give up. And uh, turns out that both Mary and Roman Scott Cooper, got to call them all three <laughs> names, Coop, um, get baptized. They, they love Jesus and, uh, and happily ever after. Right? Yeah. Um, that's this movie, guys. That, that's this movie. That's yeah. the whole and movie. You, you know the, the point where I teared up? It it wasn't when they lost their baby, although oh. that was choked me up a little bit. Sure. But the point where I teared up was the final scene when they are they're previewing the movie, the actual documentary that he yeah, created. And the grace and the mercy that's shown by the people in that small group that were given such a bad rap. They were shown in the worst possible light by the producer when he released that trailer with all of the, the worst parts, all the parts that should not have were not would not have been included. And yet they accepted <laughs> Roman Scott Cooper, Coop yeah. and Mary back into the fold with grace and mercy. And the truth is we don't always see that in the church. Yeah. I think it happens more than we realize. Absolutely. But it doesn't always happen. It doesn't always happen. Yeah. But I think it happens in quieter moments more than we realize. Yeah. And that's the part that kind of got to me because 
how often do we meet someone at church, at a small group, at a church service, whatever it is, and they're going through their worst possible moment. And we just turn our backs on them or we write them off or we just decide that we don't want to be the one to extend grace in this situation. And it just kind of, it just kind of got to me. I'll be honest. It just kind of got to me, especially in a year when there's been so much hate and so much. In the church. In the church. I'm seeing it in the church. Yeah. I'm seeing it outside of the church. But you know, I expect to see it there. Right. Right. And so it, it really, it surprised me. The movie, the movie surprised me <laughs> a lot. <laughs> let, me, let me just ask you a question. Okay. Who is the audience for this movie? Who is the intended audience for this movie? Man, I, to be honest, I think that it is the church. Yeah, I do too. I think, I think it's the church. I think that this is a warning shot at the church. It's a little bit of we're going to make fun of ourselves. I I get mm-hmm. that, right? But this is this is not for non-believers. Mm-mm. This is not a salvation thing. Is there a salvation story? Yes, but that is not that is the yeah. goal of this movie is not to get people saved. I think I think it's to help people experience mm-hmm. um from an outsider's point of view, how ridiculous we are mm-hmm. and yeah. what our job is as, as the quote church, like the big C church. Um, yeah. This is not, this is a, this is a, a movie made by Christians for Christians. Yeah. Plain and simple. Yeah. Um, it is. Did you enjoy this movie? I did. I did very much. Now, there's been movies that we watch that are really bad, and we enjoy watching them because they're bad. There's been right. movies that we watch that are um, like Apocalypse 33 AD, right? Like yeah. hilarious, great fun, garbage film, right? Right. <laughs> there's been other movies that we've watched, like A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, where it's like, oh, this is a good movie. You know, just overall good movie, got mm-hmm. me in the feels. Um. Where does this this movie fall? Is this a terrible movie that was fun to watch, or was it a good movie that was fun to watch? It was a good movie that was I, fun to watch. Man, I I agree. And by the way, I'm not. I know that like Andre's a little bit more forgiving than I am when it comes to movies. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty harsh. This was so much fun, and it might just be because of my history of all the small groups that I've been a part of. But if you don't try to take that, like. I would not uh, show this to my non-Christian friends and be like, hey, what does this say about the gospel? No, this right. is not about no. the gospel. This is a movie for Christians. That's what this is. Yeah. Uh, would you show this movie to your parents? You know, at first, about halfway through, especially uh, that scene going on the, to the mission trip, I thought I can never, I can never show this to my parents oh. because that scene, my dad is so missions-minded and has such a heart for missions that he would really struggle even with someone making a joke that way. Ah, However, yeah. I think that the movie redeems itself. And so I would show it to my parents. I don't know that I ever will. Cause I don't know that they would enjoy it, but yeah, I would have no problem showing that to my parents. Um, would you show this to your kids? Um, 
I wouldn't have a problem with them watching it. Yeah. Um, I don't feel like, a, I don't know. I feel like there's probably some grown up things that I probably wouldn't want to expose them to. Um, I wouldn't have to turn it off if I was watching in my room and they came, came, came in. If they were right. a little bit older, like I think that like one day they'll watch this and be like, oh my gosh, that was my dad. Oh, <laughs> like that, that, that'll yes. happen. And that's, that's fine. Um, and I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Um, okay. Does this movie pass the Bechtel test? Um, Two named females having a conversation about something that's not a man. Yes, actually it does. Absolutely. Yoga all day, baby. Yoga all day. Yoga all day. That's, that does it. Okay. And does it pass the black Bechtel test? No. No. Because there's sure only one, uh, one person of color that's in well, the film. Yeah, I um, mean, there's, there's a couple people of color that are in the film, but yeah, you never have two not, people of color talking about ha- like yeah. having a conversation at all. Um, okay. Uh, is there a magical black man in this movie? <laughs> there's a really funny black man, but fu- yeah? I don't think he's magical. I don't think he's magical either. <laughs> Uh, okay. So th- there, there's not a, a magical black man that solves everybody's problems. So, um, okay. So we, we've checked all of those boxes. Okay. How many times did you fall asleep watching this movie? None. Yeah. Actually. Zero sleeps. Zero, zero sleeps. sleeps. That's great. I, I started it early enough and I watched the whole thing. There you have it. Um, I just, I don't, I, I don't, I just want to make sure that people understand this is a fun watch. If you, yeah have been part of small groups, if it's part of thing like the, the church that you and I are, are currently a part of doesn't have a big push for small groups. Right. So, um, but a lot of people have a history there being sent from somewhere else. This is real good. Like this is, this is, it's a little, it's a little nail on the head. Um, but, but maybe because I watched it, like, like the the on on New Year's Eve, and I was just excited about everything. Maybe maybe that's why I love. It, but I, I really did enjoy it. Um, well, I, f- I mean, it is it is a little it is a little on the nose, but it's done in a way that they they realize it. Yeah, you know, sometimes some of the other movies that we've watched have been on the nose, and they didn't know they didn't they acknowledge self-aware. that. Yeah, this yeah. movie is self aware about what very. how ridiculous it is. Yeah, very good. And very that, good. That makes it enjoyable. Yeah. To watch. Um, all right. Uh, so there's there's our review of Small Group the movie. Yeah. Guys. Surprisingly that... good. <laughs> Listen, we were expecting this to be a bad, bad, bad movie. Yeah, we, absolutely. And <laughs> totally. so um, I'm pretty excited about it. All right. Um, let's uh let's check the Babylon B. Let's go. Oh, no, not the beast! Not the beast! Ah! Archaeologists unearth Mary's frankincense and myrrh household diffuser. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I just don't have anything to say about that. (laughs) Um, I'll tell you this. One of the tropes that should be in this movie is that when you walk in the house, you can smell a diffuser diffusing some sort of oil. Uh, yes, essential probably, oils. Probably thieves. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, no, not the beast! Not the beast! Ah! No, 
Andrew, what's your not for me this week? Okay, listen. People who meander through the grocery store when I'm in a hurry. Okay, are I was not like, well, for me. Yeah, yeah. I think Today. that. Uh, I think that anybody who meanders in 2020 in a grocery store is asking for it. I think so, too. Listen, I was on a mission today. I wanted to get in, get what I needed, and get out. That's, that is all I wanted to do. It should have taken me 20 minutes, tops. Yeah. I had my mask on. I had my wet ones. I wiped everything down. Get in, get out. I got stuck behind these people. I, I needed some cheese. They would not move. I'm like, really? It's going to take you 10 minutes to pick out a bag of shredded cheese. Just grab that one. It looks fine. Now move because the one I need is right behind you. Oh. I'm so irritated. So irritated. So, okay. Uh, does your personality allow you to actually tell people to move in a grocery store? No. Oh. It does not. Yeah. It allows That's, me to circle the cheese thing four times while I wait for them to oh, move. Oh, no, that's terrible. No, that's terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can, uh, I'll say it nicely, typically like, hey, excuse me real quick. Can I just, can I get that right there? Um, and and that, that usually works out pretty well. Um, <laughs> just excuse me. Uh, there are other times when I'm like, um, I don't know, may, maybe if you'd stop breathing on all the food, I could pick something out. Like, I'll be mad. Like, I, I have no problem calling people out. I'm like, there's a reason it says to wear a mask on the outside of the door. Wear your mask. Get away from me. I, in the grocery store, I'm the get away from me guy. Like, that's me. I'll be like, why are you so close to me? I don't understand. Why are you so close to me? Do you need, do you need to be in this spot? I'll leave and come back. What do you need? I have these conversations in the grocery store. And, um, it, I mean, not not the one by my house. I'll, like when I'm out is what I'm saying. <laughs> right, right. When you're far away, when no one's going to recognize you. Yeah, I totally exactly. get it. Yeah, I get not the it. One, 100%. Not the one close to my church or my job. No, 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 no. Don't be crazy. No. Last last thing I need is someone being like, um, oh, no. Saith? No, no. <laughs> no. Stop. Stop right there. Anyway, so. that is not for me. So, Seth, what is your not for me this week? Well, um, it is the first weekend in 2021. Yes. And uh, I just need to, I think I said this last year as well. Um, I'm, I could be wrong, but um, people who set off fireworks near my house is not for me because I have an old, old dog who's 12 mm -hmm. years old and, uh, and he does not do very well with fireworks. And no. then it is a nervous ball a shaking energy no. for hours and hours and hours. And it's just not fun. Um, we were, we were smart enough to, to slip him a Mickey before this year. So he kind of chills mm -hmm. out, but then it's just, it's just loud. It's just a whole thing. So yeah. that's my, uh, that's my not for me this, well, uh, and this it's week. Also not legal. You're not supposed to shoot off fireworks. Well, I guess if you have a permit, but I'm, I mean, sure, that's not what's happening. There's, there's people on the cul-de-sac being, yeah. being stupid. Uh, but to do that. These are the same, you know, mouth breathers that won't get out of the way at the cheese aisle. So right. that's a show. <laughs> but our, show. that's the whole thing. First show of 2021. 2021. It's guys, we 
first of all, Dropping Sunday made it to 2021. I'm a little bit surprised. Who would have thought? <laughs> Who would have thought? So, um, <laughs> but our thoughts and opinions are not the final word, dear listener. We would love to hear your thoughts and opinions uh, about any of the things that we talked about today. Absolutely. Don't forget to like, follow, and comment on all the socials. We are at Dropping Sunday on all of the things, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Yeah, and don't forget that for every comment you leave on uh, any of the things, let's, uh, you know, what is it? Apple Podcast, uh, Spotify, um, where are you? Can, I think that you can actually ask Alexa to play Dropping Sunday Stop now, which is kind of cool. I'm um, going to try that. <laughs> okay. Um, so there's lots of things like that. We're on uh, Pandora, Spotify, I think I've already said, like, just... We're, we're kind of everywhere now. Uh, we're kind of a big deal. Uh, we own many leather-bound books. Um, <laughs> Glad you guys found us when we were still, you know, humble and yeah, yeah. Because that's that <laughs> that's not going to happen anymore. <laughs> that's um, done. But yeah, if you leave us a comment on any of those things, we'll donate some money to charity uh, in your name because uh, yeah. we we believe in doing that. Absolutely. Remember the greatest compliment that you could give us is to tell a friend to listen to this episode or maybe a different episode that you really liked and then to subscribe because we will be back again next week. Yes. Next week. Uh, I, I don't know what we're talking about. It may be not as fun as this, but you do need to come back because uh, it's going to be good. Um, next Absolutely. week, we'll definitely have to do the thoughts and opinions of the show. Don't represent thoughts and opinions right. of anybody. We'll, we'll do that mm-hmm. uh, for yeah. sure next week. But until then, guys, go watch this movie. Yes. Do yourself a favor. And, and do this. In 2021, why don't you set a goal also to join an actual small group because uh, it, they, they can change your life. Um, I know that I'll be in one. Uh, I know that, uh, I don't know if Andrea is going to be in one or not, but I know that we'll be back and we can talk about it. Uh, until then, this is Seth. This is Andrea. And this is Dropping Sunday. So, yeah, I just paused because I had to burp and I didn't want you to hear it. So that's what that was. I wondered. <laughs> yeah, that's what that was. Um, so, uh. you.